Hello and welcome back to Take 10 for Men, 10-minute conversations with inspiring men about how they manage their mental health and support their mates. My name is Sophia Hatzis, I'm the host of the show, and today I'm joined by Fraser Tui and Jack Wilson. When I first started Take 10 for Men, I wanted to share stories and messages from inspiring men. I wanted to speak to men from all walks of life and of all ages to show that we can and we should talk about the highs and lows of life. This final episode is especially important because of the two men you're going to hear from. I've admired Jack and Fraser from afar since we met a few years ago through rugby. Both of them are lovable larrikins, they're boisterous, they're big-hearted, they're banterous. But what I find most inspiring about them is their friendship and the bond that they share. They can talk about anything and everything, and it's the kind of mateship that we should shout about and celebrate, because these kinds of friendships really save lives. Jack and Fraser are open and honest in this chat, and I'm so grateful that I get to share this conversation with you. Mostly, I'm really proud to call them my friends. Enjoy the chat, and don't forget to take 10 and check on the man you love today. Hello there. I am Jack. Uh, Welcome to Take 10 for Men. Thank you to Sophia Hatzis for inviting me on. I think I'm here with my best friend, Fraser Tui. If you can give us a hello. Hello. (laughs) Not too much enthusiasm from him, but that's fine. We'll get into it. Um, I've been friends with Fraser for nearly five years now, maybe, Toosman? Yeah, I think five, maybe six. We met through Rugby Union down at Manly Marlins and hit it off ever since and now become five, six years later, probably best friends. Um, and we're here to talk pretty much all things mental health. I don't know really where to start to. I think we, we as best friends are quite open. I would say out of all the friendships that I've got, I know you're my best friend, but I would say we're most open. We don't really leave any page unturned. I think I've told you heaps of stuff. You've told me heaps of stuff. So where do you see sort of any mental health issues within yourself uh i reckon i'm pretty i'm pretty open with it i'm pretty happy to like come to i'll I'll spill my guts out to anyone (laughs) but i definitely think there's a lot of overthinking on my behalf so probably that comes into like the anxiety stuff and yeah i mean that's for myself there's a bit of a prevalence in my family with a lot of mental health through parents um cousins family um so I know that it, there is a genetic part of it and that that may sit somewhere within me. But in saying that, I'm pretty open with it. And if there's something wrong, I like to come to the table. I'll message my group chat. I'll message you. I'll message someone and be like, look, something's on. I need some help kind of thing. So we're pretty we're yeah. pretty good at that. That's that's definitely, I mean, I again, it comes back to being best friends with you. I can definitely tell <laughs> when something's off. I don't even think it takes much of a message from you and I think we're definitely I think why we click as as mates is uh we're sort of on the same wavelength same sort of energy in a lot of things but I think we're both very very guilty of uh the overthinking we talk about everything we don't I want it's hard to pinpoint sort of the questions that we do ask each other because I think we're sort of not an anomaly but we're definitely more open so I definitely had a lot of questions being like oh how are you like what are the questions you ask Fraser like but it's just like we sort of get each other where we don't have to ask too many questions too many intrusive questions it just sort of flows and becomes very easy we'll roll into a conversation with uh like 
oh, what's going on or what's happening or what's, what's the problem kind of thing. Like they're pretty open-ended questions where we can happily sit there and wait for him to say, oh, no, nah, nothing. And I'll sit there and just wait for him to be like, oh, but then this and this and this <laughs> happened, which is usually reverse to Wilson and me if he says what's going on. And I'll sit there and be like, no, nah, no, nah, nothing. And then two minutes later, I'll be like, oh, but this happened and, and it made me feel like this and I don't know what's going on or whether I should do this or that. And then it's kind of good to just flesh out all those topics together. And it, it's kind of, like he says, it's real helpful to have someone that you're on that wavelength with. If we're talking yeah. about the questions that I'd use to you, yeah, no, like it's probably just a what's going on and then the ball gets rolling. But questions yeah. to other people, I feel like once you have built like a kind of a, even the smallest amount of rapport, it's really easy to just kind of roll in with, oh, what's going on? I was like, oh, you seem a bit off today or what's happening? Are you working? Blah, blah, blah. Like, I think they're all just yeah. like getting the ball rolling questions. We, we're able to ask each each other questions such as like how are you honestly doing like how is your mental health and it's just a pretty like I don't feel awkward I don't like I've told you enough at this point like I could just be like mate mental health is absolutely terrible right now like during lockdown and you guys are going through it now I mean my mental health was fucking terrible at the start of it I didn't know how I was going to be locked down for ages but I told you that I mean you're pretty open you seem to be doing pretty well and with the news that you guys are going back into lockdown so how is, how is the mental health going into lockdown? How are you doing right now? I mean, I was saying to Soph before we got on, I think it's interesting. It's like this time around, the third time, it's like I've done everything I can do. I've done all the home workouts. I've done all the puzzles. I've done all the cooking. I've done all the walks. You know, like, so there, there's an element to it where it's like, oh, yeah, I'm real sick of this. Like, I'd love everything to go back to normal. My birthday's at the end of August. I want to celebrate that with my friends kind of thing, but there's definitely more important things going on there. It hasn't been great, but in the same fact, like I was on school holidays when it started and I kind of have not really gone back to work too. So like there's positives there. Like I've got a bit of free time as well and myself. So this time, I think more than, you know, the one in December because we're missing out on what seemed to be then like so much, which feels like nothing now. Um, Mm. It's probably better than what it was. Um, yeah. You know, I've got like job security. And if you remember for the, the first lockdown, I was meant to come to the UK. So that kind of yeah. tipped my world upside down. So when I look at it in the scheme of things, I'm like, well, I'm a hell of a lot better than I was March last year and December last year. I think that's the key. Uh, that's what I learned. You just got to keep bettering yourself. I think if you come out of lockdown better than you were, when you went in, that was the main takeaway from, from mine. In general, when I started getting serious about my own mental health, I think for ages I was so bad with my mental health, I would get heaps anxious or just get real down and I just wouldn't do anything about it and it would just be this massive repeat cycle of like, how is this not going away without really doing anything? And I think a few years ago and I think lockdown really accentuated it was you just got to keep bed, like just keep bettering yourself like it's going to get better. As easy as that sounds, I think the best way I've been able to cope is just like bettering yourself and your friendships become better. Behind the curtains, what what do you do to sort of cope with any sort of that overthinking, that anxious feelings that you sort of get? Uh, I don't know. I'm massive on spending like good time with myself. And when that is time with myself, it's like actual good time. So it's not just sitting at home doing nothing. Like I 
couldn't tell you the amount of times I've taken myself up to sit at Freshy Headland with earphones in or a book or a coffee to just sit, chill, not really, you know, look at my phone or anything. And then it's more just like I've got a journal as well that sometimes I'm pretty bad at it, but sometimes I'll write in just to check in with how I'm feeling kind of thing. So like I just sit up at Freshy, read my book, write in my other book, have a coffee and kind of like just assess where everything's at, you know, over the years, it's definitely gotten a lot easier. Like I used to be pretty awful at it and I just bundle it all up, but I kind of go there and just let it all out. There's a, there's a really good quote that hit, hit me ages ago, like a few years ago, I reckon it was like something like man's, all man's problems come from when they sit in a room alone. I think if people became a bit more comfortable sort of by themselves, like, like you have definitely become and like I try and work on every day is just be with yourself, be better at being with yourself. I think it goes a long way and it almost weirdly makes you become more comfortable with other people. I'd love if you could, I don't know how you guys feel about this, but to say, to tell each other what you like most about each other. And then if you could finish off with what you're most grateful for. What am I grateful for? My good looks. <laughs> I'll let you go first, Tuzman. Okay. Um, so what I, what I like about you the most um, is that you're open and you're honest kind of thing and that even we kind of brushed over it, but even when we met, I was possibly at my most vulnerable in the situation and probably in my life kind of thing. I was a young guy coming into a old man's rugby club kind of thing. And I was my most vulnerable and I've always been grateful for the fact that Wilson picked me up from the bottom and kind of took me under his wing, as he says, but um, I just think that's generosity. I love how open he is with mental health. I just love the fact that we can connect. Like I don't really connect with anyone else. Like I always say how, now he's gone. I don't have a Wilson here, kind of thing. He's he's also quite funny too. If, if that's something I like about him as well. Actually, not that funny. He just laughs at all my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I say something, he laughs. So that's nice. I think that did struck a pulled a little heartstring there. I had uh, I had no idea that when I first met Phrase that he was, I guess, that vulnerable. So that really that really hit a heartstring. So that's good to know that I made. No wonder it blossomed into something uh, something beautiful as this best friendship, but that's that's lovely to hear. I think what I, I liked about Fraser was just you don't really, like we said during that whole conversation, the, the wavelength and the energy that you get with some people is just sort of hard to put a finger on. You don't, I mean, I keep my circle pretty tight, so I already had all my schoolmates and stuff and Fraser just came in and sort of just seamlessly moved in. I think his, uh, his big warm heart, his big warm heart of his, I think, is one of the number one thing that I like most about him. He just gives a lot of time to a lot of people. I mean, there's not many times I've asked for a coffee and he's he said no. I think apart from that, friendship-wise, he's got a lot of perseverance. I think he's got a lot of courage. He gets knocked around a little bit. Poor Toosman, there's been, as we speak about lots of times, there's been a bit of a roller coaster life for Toosman. I think you seem to land on your feet, but that's not by accident. That's just perseverance, courage. That sort of nails you to a T. It's good to have a friend like you. So I love that about you. 
what am I grateful for? Just for opportunities that, that come when you do become more sort of mature and more open. Like I think I was saying before, like when you have such a tight circle and you're so open with your friends and you're really comfortable with yourself, I think the world opens up a little bit more and it definitely has for me in the last couple of years. And once you start realising all this stuff, opportunities come. I mean, I got to move to the UK, got this job, job security, got to experience all these things. The world just opens up. So I'm grateful for all those opportunities. Grateful to be able to have a friend like Fraz that, yeah, that I'm so open with and it's not awkward asking these questions at all. I'm going to go to bed and sleep like a baby. There's nothing going to be running through my mind. So grateful to have a friend like Fraz as well. And also grateful for inviting us on. So I think what you're doing is absolutely terrific. I don't know why you picked us as what you say is inspirational men, but um, this has been delightful because me and Fraz speak a lot, but sometimes it doesn't go as deep as this. So it's uh, thank you for inviting us on and I really hope this series takes off and I hope it goes really well for you. I'm going to get in with my gratefuls before you <laughs> close down the chat. The easy tiger. <laughs> um, I am grateful for, so all the same wavelength, but I'm grateful for friendships. I'm grateful for like the, I guess to put it in what Wilson said as well, I'm grateful for the opportunity to have those friendships as well. Like, uh, there's a clear choice that you make when you meet someone whether you want them to be within that circle or you don't want them to be within that circle um i reckon i've got a few circles that um you know i'm grateful for friendships but i guess i'm also grateful for um you know living where i live being able to you know walk out the door every morning and i'm right near the beach and the sun's rising and you know there's when you think about those things, there's not a lot that, you know, can get you down kind of thing. You know, they're just things that are around us. But if that's the the scene I'm living in, then, you know, I can't complain too much about that. And, yeah, I do, do want to thank So for inviting us on. It's uh, not something that we'd often talk about um, on a platform, but it's exciting to get the opportunity to as well because there's definitely things that we've been through and seen and talked about that, you know, other people should definitely know. And I'm grateful for both of you. And I think you guys have not just a mateship, but like a really beautiful friendship. And that's something to really celebrate as well. Love that. Love, Love that. that. <laughs> so thank you for coming on. And that was really awesome. Really, really awesome. Thank you.